Welcome to Plant Medicine Transmissions with Javier Regueiro. Hello everybody and welcome back to Plant Medicine Transmissions. My name is Javier Regueiro. And I am here today to talk about something very serious. And that very serious theme is the theme of seriousness. Many years ago, a teacher of mine shared with me and his other students the fact that seriousness is always a sign that we are missing the point. Now, I feel that it's been a long uh, 18 and 19 years since September 11th, 2001, that the world suffers from excessive seriousness. We cannot crack a joke in front of any government official or uh, airport uh, employee, policeman or anything, anybody, without being taken literally for what we say. Sometimes that lack of humor is seen as a pain respectful to the suffering, the plight of other people. But I feel that this is also a symptom of something much deeper. The bottom line is that we become most serious when our survival is at stake. And by survival, I mean physical survival. We are experiencing another wave of this right now with this pandemic where everything is taken damn seriously. Now, the situation calls for a certain uh, seriousness, particularly in taking care of a certain safety, hygienic measures. But the excess of seriousness is a sign of how scared we are, how fearful we are for our very own survival. Fear of survival, which in the chakra system is lodged in the first, in the base chakra, at the base of the spine, is our most basic fear. It is connected to a certain degree to our survival instinct, but fear, when it's excessive, is not about survival. It's really about fear. It's about feeling vulnerable. 
it's about feeling weak. It's about feeling easily prone to whatever real or imagined threats may be out there. And uh, that kind of fear is not the best kind of fear. Meaning that a certain level of fear is good. You know, fear of getting burnt keeps our hands off a flame. Yes. Fear of the boogeyman lurking underneath our bed is a whole other story. Now, fear of survival keeps us really small, keeps us easily manipulated by whoever may use those fears in order to create an obedient mass of people. But most importantly, misses the point, as far as I'm concerned. I was just recently reading some writings by Joseph Campbell, in which he said, number one law of nature is the law of survival. Now, I don't agree with that assessment. I am personally totally, totally done surviving. In these times of plenty, where we have more than we could ever possibly dream of, we are still in a situation of scarcity, of scrambling to have our needs met so that we can survive. The reality is that nature does not scramble to survive. Nature, the universe, is in constant thriving, is in constant abundance. Even as I speak, new stars are being born. And from that, God only knows what, what's going to come out of it. So, years ago, I told myself, Javier, I'm, I'm really done surviving. It's been great. I've learned many, many lessons. But what about actually living? What about actually thriving living fully. And that's what I've been doing my very best to pursue ever since. To live in fear about our survival is a way to keep us truly contracted, to keep us really small, and that smallness that we create ourselves through our own beliefs only makes us even more fearful because the more contracted we are, the bigger uh, the universe seems to be. So 
when I started changing my attitude about life from one of struggling to survive to one of living as fully as possible, my whole life changed. I am mentioning this theme because there might be in the future more threats to our survival. As a matter of fact, many species have gone extinct in the last few decades. We may be next. Many life forms are constantly under threat, not because of this or that, but because of the impact that human life and endeavors have on this planet. So there will be more threats to our survival because we are destroying, as we speak, the living conditions of this very planet and as a result, our own ability to live in it. So there will be, most likely, I'm no clairvoyant, there will be more threats. Many of these threats are manufactured. It's not here a place to discuss by whom, for what purpose, but many are manufactured in the same way that scarcity, poverty, famines, world hunger are manufactured. New economic crisis will be manufactured. All of this so that we can stay in a place of fear, of concern. Now, it's our choice, our choice to live in fear or live in freedom. As I have mentioned before, we are living in a moment of great, great change. So we are in a, in a liminal place. We are like in between worlds in between paradigms. And uh, this particular situation of being in between two different paradigms carries immense power, immense possibilities for change and for shifting. Now, it is up to us to put in place those shifts. And uh, if we act deliberately to put in place those changes, then these changes will not be forced upon us. The sooner we embrace those new choices, the less painful it's going to be to actually having to make those choices 
because there is no other alternative left to us. The situation is very similar to many, many forms of physical illnesses. Oftentimes, we live out of integrity with ourselves. We hear gentle voices inside ourselves that say, enough with this, it is really time to change, it is really time to, say for instance, end a relationship, a friendship, a job, but we do not follow that inner voice, that inner wisdom. So what happens is a few months later, the same voice repeats the same things, but this time a little louder, hoping that this time around we'll pay attention to it. But still we don't. We keep playing deaf until we are forced by circumstances that we create ourselves to listen. A very common situation nowadays is the creation of a life-threatening disease that forces us to truly re-evaluate our choices, our priorities. And this present situation on a global scale is no different than, say, a case of cancer or other. On a global scale, we are suffering from cancer of many different kinds. In the case of, say, for instance, uh, suffering from cancer, our usual immediate response is once again one of physical survival. And we are willing to follow medical advice, to take on medical procedures that are very invasive, that are very often ineffective, but we're willing to do anything just to stay alive, even at the risk of killing ourselves in the process of trying to eradicate this illness. But that once again misses the point. Misses the point because, and I'll use again the example of cancer, cancer is not physiological. Cancer has such a strong spiritual, emotional, mental components that to treat it as a simple, exclusively physical ailment completely misses the point, and that's why so many people do not survive such illness. So what happens for many people 
ease after the initial shock and uh, making sure that their life span continues for a little longer is a serious reconsideration of not only their lifestyles, but also of their priorities. I speak of this because we are in the process of going, now the expression is totally wrong, but of going back to normal in the case of this pandemic. We are slowly opening up businesses again, uh, allowing people greater freedom of movement. Now, the important thing is to know that we are not going back to normal to anything. There is no going back to anything. It is always a going forward in our lives. But as things tend to be kind of normal, say by using the, the image of, you know, we have been in a major ayahuasca ceremony ever since the onset of this pandemic, now the effects tend to be a little less, tend to taper off a little bit. And before we know it, that scary, interesting, insightful ceremony is going to be over. And we're going to go back home with all of this experience to be processed and to be integrated. What happens, even in the best of cases, is that many of us, after a plant medicine ceremony or retreat or diet, we go back into inertia. We come out of the experience full of enthusiasm with many, many good intentions to change, to change our diet, to change our job, to, to implement basically those things that we know resonate, are in alignment with who we know ourselves to be in the present moment as a result of this process. And yet, before we know it, oftentimes we go back to life as usual. For whatever reason, we fail to implement those changes. For whatever reason, fear assails us once again. And we prefer to stay in that old comfort zone rather than daring to move on into the unknown, into the life that is waiting for us. It doesn't really take a lot of courage 
to say, drink ayahuasca. It takes a lot more courage to follow the insights that that experience has afforded us. So it's normal. It's normal to be falling back into old patterns that we know deep inside don't really serve us anymore. But it's very important to stay gently aware of the fact that we have fallen once again in our old comfort zone. Simple awareness of that inertia is already a good step to eventually move out of it. Eventually, our lives become so unbearable that we will make the step out of that comfort zone. However, the sooner and the more willingly we take that step out of our comfort zone, the less painful that stepping out into the unknown is going to be. In 2004, I went to the jungle for the first time to participate in an ayahuasca retreat. And at that point, I was so bored. I was so tired of my own drama and the fact that I kept recreating that drama over and over again that I told myself I'm willing to do anything to get out of this predicament. Now, there is strong power in hitting bottom. I never tire of repeating this because it's only when we hit bottom that we can start going back up towards the surface again. So be gently mindful of your level of frustration, of your level of boredom with yourself, of your own dissatisfaction with yourself and the life you live. Because these are signs that you are getting close to that incredible place where going forward, business as usual, no longer is an option. And at that point, you will start implementing those changes that through inertia and procrastination, you have been delaying for God knows how long. Blessings.